Bien, bien. It's time for the February 19th, 2016 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A view askew of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI. 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Ah, oh, Mahler. Ring that out there. Ring it out, Mahler. Come on. That's Mahler, by the way. Uh-huh. The barking dog. He's a barking dog. Or I like to call him the dream house dog. Yeah, yeah the dream house <laughs> the dog. The dream house. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today, uh-huh. we'll be talking about chili powder. Uh-huh. I know you like chili. I love chili. I like a good spicy chili, too. I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, human pyramids, mm-hmm. encryption, oh. Barbie's new hoverboard, Viagra permits, and more. But first, remember last week, uh, you know, when Mahler uh, got hold of my script? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Mahler yeah. got hold of my script. He's, yeah, he thinks it's funny. Yeah, he did think it was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I hope and you my whole to, yeah. my whole beginning spiel was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember. And I remembered a couple of things from it, but this yeah. is the one that I forgot. And I wanted to bring it back because okay. I didn't bring it back. I wanted to say it because Mahler ate it last week. A new species of black tarantula spider was discovered in the hills near Folsom State Prison. Well, yeah, a new species, and guess what? It's been named Aphonopelma Johnny Cashy. <laughs> Because Johnny Cash, yeah, exactly. Because performed it false. 1968, right. Johnny Cash did his uh, famous, uh, uh, what's that called, felon chic okay. performance. Yeah. There. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, um, I I loved um, Johnny Cash as Joaquin Phoenix. I think he did yeah, a great yeah, job yeah. back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Where are you going, Johnny? To a funeral? <laughs> to- <laughs> Maybe I am. Yes, he performed at he performed, he performed at Folsom Prison back in 1968. For those of you who were wondering why we're talking about that, yes, maybe, possibly. Half the world's population, nearly five billion people, Mike, okay. will be short-sighted, or as we like to say, myopic. Now, you know, here's something. I'm just gonna go briefly off to the side here. Okay. Do you say you know when when there's a biography and it's a motion picture? What do you call that? I know you want me to what say biopic. Call- I know you want me to say that. Well, what I do you call, call it? I, do, I call it a movie about somebody. No, but what do you call <clears throat> it? A biopic? Some, you yeah. don't call it a biopic, do you? No, I do not. I've heard that used quite a bit, and mm-hmm. I'm confused. Because wouldn't it be myopic? That would, yes. And it is myopic. <laughs> yeah. It's not myopic. But at the same time, yes. it's a bio, and mm-hmm. it's a picture. Yes. So it should be a biopic. It should be. If you have any suggestions on how to pronounce biopic... You can uh, email me at info at NathanCallahan.com mm-hmm. with uh, up to uh, one-fifth of the people. By 2050, one billion people, one-fifth uh, one, uh, of them uh, will be uh, at a significantly increased risk of blindness if current trends continue. This according to a uh, published report in the Journal of Ophthalmology. Don't tell I have a feeling you're going to tell me it's related to something we all should be concerned about. The rapid increase in myopia globally is because of environmental factors, or what they put in parentheses, nurture. Mm. Nurture. Mm. Environmental factory fa- <clears throat> factors, nurture. Okay. And then principally lifestyle changes resulting from a combination of decreased time outdoors and increased near-work activities. That's what the authors say. Mm. So Weekly Signals, rather, just advises you to stop sitting uh, on your ass indoors and uh, staring at your tablet. If you stop doing that, 
What? You, you, chances are you won't be as myopic. What? Otherwise, you know, I don't know uh, if you decrease near work activities. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Yeah. I thought it was for masturbation. Near work activities? Well, you no, can do it no, anywhere. The, the blindness. I oh. That was the cause. Oh. My, well, myopic? Or myopic. myopic? Yeah, myopic. Yeah, myopic. Yeah. I'm going to jump to the bomby countries right away. Let's here. do that. Yeah. A uh, car bomb killed at least 28 people and injured more than 60 in the Turkey's and the Turkish capital city of Ankara. Mm. Okay. 20 of the dead were Turkish military guys. Okay. They call them military personnel. These were guys. Personnel. Yeah, personnel. Yeah. yeah. Impersonalizes yeah. it. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. No one has claimed responsibility for the attack. Turkey blamed the Kurdistan Workers' Party, known as the PKK, but a PKK leader says, I don't think so. It's not us. That's what they say. I don't know. Yeah. Despite the fact that no one has claimed responsibility, Turkish warplanes began bombing northern Iraq within hours after the attack. They were going after some uh, PKK camps. They said Kurds. They were doing. Kurds. Kurds. Yeah, they were going after them. So it's, it's, it's a, uh, still a wild <clears throat> place over there in the Middle East. Well, it is one of those situations where it's imp nearly impossible. I don't know if it's impossible. It's difficult to sort out what who the responsible parties are. There are so many different parties involved here. I don't we're, mean, we're all responsible, Mike. We are. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, we are. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, every every nation, us. not you personally, you might not be responsible for the bombings. Right. But, but, I just, but there's situations occurring mm -hmm. everywhere that drive, uh, you know, we are interconnected, are we not? We are interconnected. Yeah. It's a crazy world out are there. Are we interconnected, Myler? Yep, we're interconnected. In Egypt, newly released documents show the senior police officer investigating the death of Italian student Giulio Regeni as a prior conviction related to the torture and killing of a detainee. In other words, this guy mm -hmm. who's investigating mm -hmm. a uh, uh, the death of a of a detainee, you know, of a detainee, well, you know, of a guy, yeah. uh, could have killed him. He's investigating maybe. Himself. Yeah. Well, how but, did that happen? Uh, how does that play? Regeni, who uh, wrote the Egyptian labor uh, unions, who wrote about them for an Italian newspaper, mm -hmm. is the guy that was killed, okay. was found by the side of the highway naked from the waist down. Okay. His body showing signs of horrific to torture. So I don't can, think I really got the idea. Yes, I don't. I don't think they were tickling his toes. No, no. I don't think so either. Khalid Shalabi, the guy who's investigating Regeni's death, was one of four people charged in 2000 over the torture and killing of another person at an Alexandria police station. So this guy's doing that. You know, this guy's first of all the the, the journalist here, the guy who's writing about the uh, uh, Egyptian labor unions, which right. aren't so good. No. There are, well, he gets whacked, right, in a bad way, right, and then the guy who may have whacked him is looking into it. Yeah, yeah. that's one way to keep yourself out of jail. And in another part of Egypt, Egyptian President Abdel Fattah El Sisi, we know him, drove up a 2.5 mile long red carpet on his way to a speech where he announced the opening of a public housing complex and promoted austerity measures. Oh my God. Now, that's oh the way you want to say, uh, you want to cut your cost here, folks, as you're driving your caddy limo up yeah. a red carpet. Red carpet. This guy, again, you know, he's there, I think, pri primarily because the U.S. support. U.S. military oh, yeah. went in after they uh, arrested the uh, former president, 
seemed to everything seemed to fall into place after that for CC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. just saying. We can twist arms. We can, I'm just saying. Four U.S. journalists detained in Bahrain, or Bahrain, as I like to call it, were released following an international outcry. I like these these keywords here, international outcry. I was thinking of putting something else in there, but I know. You know, there were people who were getting upset. Yeah, they were yeah. upset. Yeah. It's I mean, there were, some, there were some people in different countries that were getting upset. Sure. I mean, if you think if, like, maybe uh, Paraguay... And Bolivia were getting upset. Would that be an international outcry? Or that, do you have to be on different continents? Well, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah I mean, it could be a Latin American outcry if it was something like that. But, you think so? I, they would never say that, though. No, they would it's say always international. an international. You're right, you're right. Anna Teresa Day and her camera crew were charged with illegally assembling with the intent to commit a crime. Bahraini authorities accused the journalists of disguising themselves as tourists. How do you do that? Anyway, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, and no, you know, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, and claimed one of the, you might be describing uh, uh, disguising yourself as a tourist so you fit in so you can take photographs of people without them thinking that they're on television. Right. That might be one reason, right. but anyway, right. they were uh, they were accused of disguising themselves as tourists, and uh, the the Bahraini authorities also claimed that one of the journalists took part in an attack on police. They weren't specific about that. He, they took part in it, too. So they might have been standing off to the sides. Well, this, yeah, the same and, way the, all those people are arrested and yeah. tried and convicted in Egypt for being in the square when somebody was killed. In that same vein, yeah. that could have been the, the And case. as you know, Mike, yeah. Bahrain is a close ally of ours, the very U.S., close. and we have our fifth fleet there. That's a very important that's, Yeah, that's part. the Persian Gulf. That that's, is basically the most important military out, out, yeah. outfit, yeah. outpost. In the Middle East for us. Yeah. 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 I would imagine that Dick Cheney has friends in, in Bahrain. Bahrain. Yeah. yeah. Lots the, of friends. In the leadership of Bahrain. Oh, let's yeah. Be, let's be clear. Yeah. And it, yeah. 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 Uh, police in northern India said they were going to start using slingshots loaded with chili powder against violent protesters. What do you think? I wanted your take on that. Well, I, who, where is this again? This is in the uh, India, in the northern part of India. That's some spicy stuff. Yeah, in, well, the Indian, Indians, if you've yeah. eaten Indian food, and it's a chili powder, chili, chili so it's powder. just it's like this puff of. And I imagine if it gets into your Ooh. eyes, can you? Oh man! Can you imagine how and, that. And would then on your hands, and you rub, you right. get to your eyes, right. and yeah. I would say, in terms of the spectrum of reactions, yeah. it's not going to kill you, which I guess no. is a positive part if that's what they're doing, using it for. But uh, it could injure you. You could seriously. Yeah. I can't imagine that that wouldn't damage your eyes. Yeah, I I, why, I got. I forget what I got in my eyes once. It was like a chili type of thing. Right. This is completely accidentally. You know, it's one of those things where you get some in your fingers and you somehow, can, and yeah. and then you just get a little scooter in your eye. And <laughs> next thing you know, you are down. Yeah. You're running to the bathroom yeah. and hosing yourself. Yeah. Australian yeah. authorities announced its latest drug bust, the nearly its largest drug bust. Yeah, and its latest drug bust. Bust. What? Where is this? Aust- Australia. Yeah. Uh, they snatched almost $1 billion in liquid amphetamine disguised as stick-on gel bras and children's glue. This is amphetamine, and I they got, put it I in glue that. bottles right. and in, stick uh, on in stick-on bras? gel bras. I don't know what a gel bra is, but I can imagine. I think I know yeah. the idea. I can imagine. Yeah, I can get me one imagining of those. the idea yeah. right now. And, and they're stick-on, too. Yeah, and it's stick-on. Well, there you go. Are well, they really but bras? It, wasn't, it was a, can we call them falsies? Oh, 
Is that okay to say that I on air? Since junior high, I, I don't think I've heard that, but yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Um, she's wearing falsies. She's wearing falsies. Oh, I remember this now. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, I, I can imagine amphetamine, liquid amphetamines. That had to be a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The drugs were found in several different locations, primarily shipping containers with a starting point of Hong Kong. And I, I forget what they said, what the what the street value was, but I, I never believe that. Anyway. I know. They always, always jack around with a right, exactly. street value like they want to impress us with <laughs> exactly. it or something. Needless to say, it's a lot in uh, yeah. amphetamines. My yeah. God. And this was, uh, oh, a billion dollars. But that's not the street value. That's just, that's just that's what they the said. market value or the you know the retail. I can get it for <laughs> you at wholesale. wholesale. wholesale yeah, I can get it go. to you at wholesale you for can? a billion dollars. Yeah, no, wow. so, no, okay. Yeah. I'll take a children <laughs> a pack of children's glue, please. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, in the, what are they? They call it down under. I don't yeah, know what. Well, it's, I you know I can imagine this is the way they got busted, right? Yeah. They said. I like a I like a canister of the spray on gel bra, yeah. and he says spray on whatever it's become spray gel, on. Well, it's just a gel bra. Gel bra, that'll cost. And the, and the guy says that'll cost you ten thousand dollars. That was yeah, probably that what do. got them a little yeah. curious about what what was yeah. in that actual what was actually in the container. I don't know. Uh, also in Australia, Australian an uh, uh, Australian researcher. Okay, yeah, one guy presented plans to slaughter the population of koala bears, over half of which are infected with chlamydia. Oh, come on. What? They got, you no, know. I know, I get that they got chlamydia, but. Just for what? what's worth, in case you don't know, chlamydia causes damage to sperm DNA and reduced fertility in, in females, you know, no matter who's got it. Okay. This is a bad, you know, yeah. what, what they call it, sexually, sexually transmitted disease, STD. I almost thought that was a racing oil. What do I know? It... Koalas are horny critters, Mike. Okay. I didn't know if you knew that. No, I but didn't. But if you saw koalas at night, you know they eat that eucalyptus stuff? Yeah. They go crazy. Do they? That, yeah, that's that's heavy that's like, stuff. That's really... If you eat as much eucalyptus as a koala and it gets to be nighttime, well, uh, since males are routinely involved in random violence, they just beat on each other, and females are routinely involved in random sex, you know what am I going to say? That's the koalas. Chlamydia has been spreading like a bush wildfire. What? Yeah. What is this like a rave, a la koala rave could or be. something kind of going on? It could on be. Here? Anyway, they they got it. Oh. They got the disease, and some guy wants to slaughter them oh my God. in Australia. That doesn't he mean he all wants over the world. To. This is not a plan. At this yeah, point. yeah. I mean, this has been a problem over there, and they were given these little koala shots. They were given them like anti chlamydia shots, right. and, and they've just kind of given up. Yeah, this was like last year. They I were, don't. They I'd were, like to. Is this? I mean. In all kidding aside, is this a good idea? Is this acceptable? To slaughter? Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure PETA is all, or PETA is all against, or PETA is all against it. Whatever. Yeah. The, the British government is planning to become uh, Maoist. They're going to go all Maoist on us. The They're going to ban public institutions from engaging in boycotts, boycotts. Okay. Including those aimed at pressuring Israel over its occupation of Palestinian lands. Mm -hmm. uh, so while boycott, divestment, and sanctions movements and the global campaign to divest from fossil fuel companies over climate change, that's all going on. Britain plans to ban publicly funded institutions from refusing to buy goods from evil companies. So they're they're gonna say you can't as long as you're publicly funded, you can't you have to support us one hundred percent in wow. everything we do. Wow. Yeah. That's a big and deal. one guy there. Who's who's that labor guy? I forget his name. Over I know there. he was I'm elected. He's kind him. of the. He's a the, cool guy. Yeah, I like him. Right. He says it's an attack on local democracy, and I gotta agree. Yeah. Japanese officials over there in Japan yeah. drafted new regulations to limit the size of human pyramids to five tiers. 
Yeah, okay. seems reasonable. All right. Well, I guess they were going up to six or seven tiers, and you know. Yeah. Well. So. The Brazilian state of Rio Grande do Sul suspended the use of larvicide after reports pointed to a potential link between the chemical, the larvicide, and the devastating birth defect microcephaly. You know, that thing that makes you small, gives the kids small brains. Right. You know, if the mother has it, right. kids are born with small brains. You know, I've been thinking, and this isn't to disparage anybody. Remember, you know Bill Griffith, the guy that does the comic strip Pinhead? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Brazil has seen a spike in microcephaly cases thought to be linked to the mosquito-borne Zika virus. Right. But two health advocacy, advocacy groups say the spike may actually be linked to a larvicide made by a Japanese subsidiary, <laughs> subsidiary, mm -hmm. as they say, mm -hmm. a Japanese a subsidiary of... Monsanto. Yeah. Oh, I oh don't know. right out of the blue. Wow, what a lucky yeah. guess that was. You're being my flavor flave here. Uh, Monsanto. Chuck D. Chuck D. All right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the larvicide is used to stop the development of mosquito larvae yeah. in drinking water. So it's, you know, I guess it has a good use. We don't, it says it's used to stop it. It doesn't mean it's successful at stopping right, it. Right. It just means right. Monsanto stop. found something. They were just mixing chemicals together, and you know, this one seemed to do something. And they started marketing yeah. as a, as a cure-all. In Bolivia, six mm. government workers died of asphyxiation after officials refused to let them leave a municipal building in advance of a demonstration that ended with the building being set on fire. The... The the the, fish, the uh, people in there, the workers wanted to leave, but the human resources director told them to remain in the building. This you you call human resources for this? <laughs> what? Anyway, the demonstration outside was uh, protesting conditions in local schools. Yeah, and apparently they were like the the protesters had dispersed, but some crazy folks mm -hmm. that the protesters are calling infiltrators mm -hmm. set the building on fire, okay. and six people died. President Obama will visit Cuba in March. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It'll be the first sitting uh, U.S. president visit uh, in nearly nine decades. That's crazy. This is part of the normalization yeah. of relations between us and Cuba. Earlier, earlier this week, the U.S. and Cuba signed an agreement to restore regular U.S. commercial flights to Cuba for the first time in more than 50 years. The Obama administration has also approved the first U.S. factory in Cuba in more than 50 years, allowing a company from Alabama to assemble up to a thousand tractors there annually. That's good. I, yeah. I was trying to figure out something bad to say about that. No. That sounds pretty decent. Well, it does. And uh, tractors and, uh, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, not I get... high tech, which I don't know what, how prepared Cuba is to start assembling computers or whatever. Tractors oh, but they have... can use them there, too. Yeah, I was going to say that they could use, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Helps in their development. And Pope Francis. What do you think of Pope Francis, Mahler? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> he's, he's conflicted about Pope Francis, obviously. That's right, Mahler. Pope Francis wrapped up his visit to Mexico with a mass on, in the border city of Juarez, mm -hmm. where he spoke out against the humanitarian crisis caused by U.S. immigration policies. And then he uh, went after uh, Donald Herfart Trump. He did. And he said that, uh, this is what Pope said, Mr. Pope said, a person who thinks only about building walls and not of building bridges is not Christian. Yeah. And, and Pope, uh, Pope uh, Trump's kind of said, uh, well, maybe I shouldn't have gone after the Pope. It's tough to go, it's tough to go after the Pope here. Well, well he did go after the Pope. Yeah. He, he said. I like the Pope. Yeah. 
Yeah, is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. Then well, the Pope got angry at someone else because I almost pulled him into the crowd, into the mosh pit. Oh, you know, it's like right? a mosh pit there around right, the Pope. Right, Yeah. So he tried to... Yeah, and he was yelling. He was getting upset. You know, he was waving his finger, and he said, don't be so selfish. Because, <laughs> you know, there's, there's only so much of me to go around. <laughs> and, well, yeah. and also, this I thought was amazing, too. He said that contraception, the Pope said, yeah. contraception is justified in regions hit by the Zika virus. Oh. I mean, that's well, usually pretty strict Catholic... That's uh, a crack in the... Dogma. In the, yeah, in the, no, yeah, in the... Well... In and at least dogma. he's saying, that, huh? Yeah, that's a real opening, if yeah. you will. So, by and the way, the, by the way, just in terms of people, Catholic uh, theology, yeah, they're pretty. Op- they've been pretty consistent about open borders. Yeah. Sort of the Catholic, the worldview is that there shouldn't be borders. That people should be able to migrate back and forth across wherever and live wherever they want. Sort of a a more. Um, a purist perspective on national sovereignty, if you will. But they've yeah. been consistent about it. Yeah. So it's not a surprise that Pope Francis would call out somebody, on, especially yeah, somebody who, who at this point looks to be uh, the likely nominee for the most powerful position on the planet. Yeah. So I could imagine that there was some impetus for him to say yeah. what he said. And the town of Zalek, Slovenia, announced plans to build a $400,000 public beer fountain. That's a good deal. <laughs> That's a good... The plan currently calls for a series of standing silver spigots. There's about a, I saw a design of it. Yeah. There's about a dozen spigots. There's one in the center, too. I don't know if that's for the Pope. I don't, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, there's a spigot in the center. And the visitors will be invited to try a variety of local beers, an entry fee into this fountain area it will be like yeah it will be like six dollars and you'll get three 10 ounce tastings of beers served in a commemorative cuff that'll come flowing out of this out of these fountains and now where is this again i'm sorry this is in slovenia okay this message is brought to you by the way by by, uh, kuci's beer ambassadors that's a public affairs program explore the world of beers with host michael woodward every tuesday from 5 to 6 p.m Nice, nice product placement there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm I'm done internationally. Okay. If you want to say anything, or shall I move on to? Secret I think you stuff? can move on. I'll yeah. I'll just secret stuff, Molly. I'll just blurt something out. Yes, yeah, it's okay yeah, with right. him. What an yeah. idiot. <sighs> I'll let him blow off some steam. Come here, Mahler. <laughs> Come on. Come on, boy. Yeah, good boy. Get out of here. He's good. He just he does what you tell him. Yeah. Yeah. In an interview with Yahoo reporter Michael Isakoff, this is secret stuff. By okay. Way, so don't it. don't Got spread it. around. National Security <laughs> Agency Director Admiral 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 Michael Rogers said that encryption helped the Paris attackers hide from authorities before carrying out their deadly assault in November. This is in an interview with Michael Isakoff, right. who's you know kind of a hotshot guy. Yeah. But that report is hinky. It's just not right. Uh, contrary to what Yahoo reported, Rogers actually said only that encryption makes it harder to unearth terrorist plans. Okay. okay. He said that uh, to learn what, when something is going to happen and what terrorists are shaping, what the particulars are in a timely manner, the NSA needs the contents of communications, mm-hmm. which is kind of a really vague way to say if somebody tells us what they're talking about then we'll know what to do right yeah right and it doesn't mean that encryption is going to save you there right. uh, but he also said straight up that doing away with encryption may not be necessary so you know on the one hand we're getting a story from yahoo news that makes it sound like paris was was uh could have been prevented right 
And then if you really look at, listen to the interview, uh, yeah. Rogers isn't saying that. Well, is, is, is what you're saying, did Isakoff sort of, sh did he shape this to make it sound Yeah, I guess way? so. Oh, Someone was paying him. I know, Hillary Clinton maybe? Yeah. I don't I don't know how things work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just it's a, cop, a, a pretty or a high profile journalist. Or Shamil. Shamil, yeah. yeah. A high profile yeah, Isakov yeah, has uh, been around was he Newsweek for a while? Yeah, he was in Newsweek, he's been yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's uh interesting. Yeah. I don't know why he would do such a thing. If, well, if somebody wants him to. Yeah. As a result, you know, the hackers, the I mean, you know, the tech community. Yeah. You know, like people not like us. Right. They say giving the feds uh, access to our encryptions would introduce vulnerabilities into devices that could be exploited by hackers. In other we words, you could get your um, iPad ripped into if they just had one key to get in. Right. And, we, I mean, this is a subject that comes up every week: encryption. Yeah. You know, I know. I probably assume we're going to get to the story about the San Bernardino attackers and yeah, uh, and well, all that. Apple, Apple, yeah. 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 Uh, and so again, I come back to this kind of fundamental question: I keep asking, and I don't know that there is an answer. But why is it they can know everything about us, and we're not supposed to know anything about government yeah. and the way it operates? Yeah. I mean, it's a very uneven sort of balance here. If you, there's no balance. Yeah. So. Um, so that's what. And anyway, this interview with Rogers was posted right after Apple announced to oppose a court order to back or hack into an iPhone owned by one of the San Bernardino terrorists. Right. Apple doesn't want to do that and says that providing a master key for iPhones would clear the way for all kinds of intrusions. Right. And Although they, they, they supposedly, go ahead. Supposedly they said they have done it in the past. Yeah. There, have, there have been cases where they have, in fact, allowed, allowed the NSA to, to snoop. Yeah. Yeah. I assume on a limited basis, and I assume without giving them the keys to the kingdom in yeah. the process. Until they found out that people don't like that, you know, yeah, <laughs> or until tough. people found out that they were doing it. Right. Michael Hayden, the former NSA director and CIA chief, told the Wall Street Journal that America is more secure with unbreakable end-to-end -end encryption. He's pro-encryption. Okay. And uh, the U.S. government announced that respected Columbia University computer scientist Steve Belovin has been appointed the first technology scholar for the Privacy and Civil Liberties Oversight Board, the board that gained notoriety in 2014 after it condemned the NSA's bulk phone records collection program, but then found little wrong with the NSA's bulk collection program. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, uh, until now, they've had nothing but lawyers in Pretty okay. much on okay. this board, which right. you know, so is they, this a, they know is, all is sorts a government body or is this sort of a watchdog? Yeah, it's a government body. Oh, that's what I thought. So you've okay. been appointed, oh, and so, uh, yeah, so there you go. With three of these attorneys on this five-member uh, panel right now, three are uh, former attorneys with the U.S. Department of Justice, and only one of whom had civil liberties background. Yeah, see that's yeah, that's BS. Yep. Eddie, Eddie, uh, Eddie. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess, gosh, the the sort of the shadow of Ed, Ed, Ed Snowden yeah. continues to just overshadow in a way. <laughs> the all of shadow these overshadows. Well, his yes, his overshadowing of all of these discussions. We, I don't think we would be having them to the depth and to the degree it had it not been for, yeah. you know, the supposed uh, traitor. <laughs> yeah, he's my hero. Yeah, that's right, Mahler. Uh, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for drones and the news in Yemen. A drone strike killed three people in the southern city of Huta, 
The attack also badly damaged the offices of public water and telecommunications. And according to a new report, commercial drones are becoming like the uh, favorite gadget of armed nuts and terrorist groups. Yeah, commercial drones. It's only a matter they can of just time. go out there and yeah. buy inexpensive, highly portable drones that can provide these uh, folk with enhanced intelligence, surveillance, target acquisition, and reconnaissance tech capabilities. Yeah. And the Federal Aviation Administration is being sued over its rules that require drone users to pay a fee and register their devices with the federal government. This, you know, this, it's filed by the Tech Freedom, uh, whatever it is. You know, they probably some group they put together, but I don't know. Uh, tech Freedom in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia. That's where, remember, they had that 30-mile radius out from the airport there, mm -hmm. which shut down a lot of drone clubs. And now the drone clubs are going after the feds here. Okay. And Mattel, Mattel, Mattel Toys mm -hmm. unveiled the Hello Barbie Dream House. <laughs> okay. A high-tech version of Barbie's home. And, uh, you know, Barbie's a modern gal yeah. in living in a modern world. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She's getting a drone Is this she year. Uh -huh. I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> a new Starlight Adventure RC hoverboard, RC drone, only $59.99. Wow, $59. that's a deal. It hovers Barbie in the air. It's controlled by a remote control, so you can steer Barbie right into the fireplace. <laughs> you know, she'll be, you just dress her up there. She starts off from her dream house and <laughs> right into the... <laughs> Into the burning embers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. I like it. Yeah. I love the fact that corporate yeah. America doesn't miss, a, miss an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. They do. yeah, yeah. I know. That's right. Well, Mahler. Mahler's thinking about Barbie, but he's also thinking about the clown car. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. You ready yeah, for the clown I can't car? I can't wait to talk about the clown yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. Mahler, too. Ted, the creep Cruz, and Donald Trump, the troubled teen, are feuding over a Cruz campaign TV ad that accuses Trump of having been pro-choice in the past. The ad airing in South Carolina features a clip from a uh, uh, 1999 Trump interview with NBC's Meet the Press. Trump says he is pro-choice in every respect. Yeah. And in response, Trump is... Uh, has a cease and desist uh, thing against Cruz. He's suing him. Yeah, I and think. he's, he's yeah, yeah. going to sue him, or at least he says he is. Yeah, he says he's He's got a 19 point lead over Cruz in South Carolina. And he's, Such uh, a beautiful thing. Yeah. And in a further further sign that Jeb, exclamation point, Bush's campaign is dying slowly yeah. and uglily. Yeah, yes. Ugly yeah, it's, it's a public spectacle. At His this point. brother, uh, former President George W. Bush, is actually campaigning for him. You know it's the end Boy, right there. really do. Yeah. Yeah. When you bring your, your ace in the hole <laughs> is George W. Bush. Oh, you are, man. You're screwed. Yeah. You really yeah. are screwed. Bring out the big guns. <laughs> Honestly, oh, they must be sitting around a table somewhere at Bush headquarters going, okay, this is it. Yeah. We got nothing else. We're going to drag that walking dead <sighs> out of the closet. And, oh, my God, did you see any of the speech he gave? It was pathetic. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was I, pathetic. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just can't watch these things. <laughs> I, 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 like I say, I read. You read, I can't, and I, can't appreciate, watch the, and I think that's dog the, and pony show. I no, but, can't. I mean, when you watch him, and, and when he, the way he phrases things, what mm -hmm. he says, the logic, the lack of internal logic to what he says, just kind of blurting things out, that just these lines that go nowhere and they're not attached to anything. Yeah. Are, it's just a marvel to think that that guy... He really was in charge for, well, yeah. titular head of the United States for eight years. It's just, it's mind-boggling to watch him. Now. I say.
The biggest labor federation in the United States, AFL-CIO, didn't endorse anyone for president. They usually do. They didn't, yeah. Yeah. which is seen as a, uh, a positive thing for uh, Bernie the Jew Sanders. <laughs> yeah. And a new poll finds Clinton and Sanders virtually tied in Nevada, yeah. and uh, and uh, Sanders is ahead nationally. Yeah. Oh, is he ahead nationally? Uh, well, you know, this seems well, bounce yeah, around, yeah. but, but who would have suspected yeah. he'd even be mentioned as being ahead? Right. Meanwhile, Sanders launched a petition against the Democratic National Committee, quiet, quiet lifting, their quiet lifting of a ban on yes. donations from federal lobbyists and political action committees. The rules, rules were introduced by Barack Obama during his 2008 campaign, but the DNC quietly lifted the rules at some point during the past five months. We don't even know when. Yeah. They just said, hey, the change helps Hillary, whose joint fundraising committee with the DNC uh, raises a buttload of money from federal lobbyists and political action committees. Yeah, two things about this. This this is, again, if we need more evidence that Hillary is not who she says she is, this yeah. to me is another indication because her and Debbie Wasserman Schultz are in the tank together to make sure that they, they engineer this thing for Hillary. Yeah. And the other thing is in the middle of this campaign recently, last week, Hillary took off to go back to New York to, to give uh, an address or talk or sit down with Blackstone, which is one of the yeah. big hedge funds. Yeah, that, They're one of the big hedge funds. So you went back there, what, you know, to sell Girl, Girl Scout cookies? Or yeah. she went back there to, to lobby for support and money. And one last thing about Trump and the whole, I don't know if you saw it, you probably didn't, the debate, so-called debate last Saturday night with the GOP. Yeah, I've I never seen this. anything quite like yeah. it. All right. Oh, yeah, they were... They were angry and vicious and spitting at each they other. They were li almost spitting at each other. I've never seen, and this went on for a good three or four, maybe five minutes of the top three, four candidates calling each other liars. Yeah. I mean, and not in a nice way. Yeah. I mean, it went back and forth. I will say one thing, and this is very quick, about Trump. The, he did say out loud the obvious, the truth, which is we were attacked on 9-11 on George Bush's watch. Well, you know, heads were exploding all over the oh, hall. Oh, yeah, they were booing. Booing, and people yeah. were just uh, coming out of their seats. Bec but this is the thing. This is the wild thing about Trump is he does he does stumble across things that are valuable and need to be said. So for him to introduce this into the mindset that is the Republican Party, I think is of tremendous value. Because now all of a sudden people have to begin to consider it because this is their guy. And the second thing it is, it questions such a basic orthodoxy within the Republican Party uh, that I really think that provides an opening for a Democrat to go into that into that hole, if you will. Or? Or? Another Hitler. Or another Hitler. I, I know. I know. <laughs> that's, uh, I know. But I, I just, uh, the fact that he said it out loud at a Republican debate where he's the, he's in, he's in, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in the lead, that George Bush was president when we were attacked on 9-11. No, he did not protect us the way he always says he did. Yeah. All right, that's it. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if... Yeah, Mahler. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I know, Mahler. That, I know I went on a little long there. I yeah. know, but I had to say it. Uh, you know, the good news last week for me was Supreme Court uh, oh. Justice Tony, the anal hypocrite Scalia, died in his sleep. <laughs> 
I, I have nothing else to say about that. I, I, I can tell you that I I don't I rarely feel good when someone dies. I'm with you. Uh, I last one was uh, you know the, the, you know the uh, the FBI guy uh, you know way back in the '60s. Oh, and J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover. Oh, when yeah. he died, I remember celebrating. Yeah. Yeah, honking the horn and that. waving at everybody yeah. and saying, "Hey, Hoover died." <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. this I feel kind of the same way because this guy was was an intellectual lightweight. He was who threw his weight around yeah. and 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 destroyed the lives of a lot of people right. because of his backward Cro-Magnon attitude right. about sex right. and religion right. and private property and whether corporations are people and right. and who deserves uh, you know if eminent domain is right or wrong citizens united yeah. the list goes on and on and on he was a blustering bully and he was your right a lightweight intellectual lightweight he and, really a hypocrite. Was. and a hypocrite and a hypocrite because he, was... he would he would be in favor of things uh, they would say he was uh, textualism into the Constitution. Yeah, just, he was doing. He was trying to get to the core of the right, Constitution, right. and we were all uh, adding things on. F well, that any, guy. Any, I know. Any time he wanted to change what the Constitution really was, if it was in his favor, he would change it. Uh, I, I think. I think the uh, the the most one of the most disgusting things. There's so many, and I'm just picking plucking this one out. Was him saying uh, when they were revoking the Voting Rights Act of 1964, and he was talking about the. Uh, uh, racial entitlements that the 1964 yeah. uh, law yeah. uh, was was somehow, you know, uh, uh, undermining American democracy or whatever yeah. it was. But this this kind of dog whistle racism of it, racial entitlements is yeah. what they these people wanted the uh, opportunity to vote. That's what the law was about, providing them and and pulling the shackles off of. Uh, off of them by virtue of making sure that governments those in those state governments weren't allowed to keep them from voting yeah. just disgusting it's horrible stuff i'm glad he's gone too uh two los angeles police officers pled not guilty to the forcible rape and sexual assault of four women prosecutors say the attacks primarily occurred while the two officers james christopher nichols and luis gustavo valenzuela were on duty the four women had been arrested by the officers for drug-related crimes. The LAPD were aware the officers were probably sexually assaulting women for nearly three years. The LA Times wrote about these allegations against the two officers in 2013, but it wasn't until last Tuesday that the, child, the charges were filed against these officers. The Planned Parenthood Clinic in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where an anti-choice gunman killed three people and wounded nine others, re reopened. Yeah. Uh, nearly three months after the attack, in Kentucky, Democrat State Representative Mary Lou Marzian yeah. introduced a bill that would restrict men with erectile dysfunction from taking drugs like Viagra. Yes, Mary Lou. <laughs> I love you, Mary Lou. The bill introduced last week would require men looking for erectile dysfunction treatments to first have two doctor visits, provide a signed consent letter from a current spouse, and make a sworn statement that he will only use the drugs for sex with his current spouse. The bill would also make all unmarried men ineligible for treatment. Representative Marzian, who is also a nurse, introduced the legislation after Kentucky Governor Matt Bevan signed a bill requiring women to consult a doctor at least 24 hours before an abortion. This is her way of getting back, and I say good for her. That's <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. In Utah, more than 100 protesters disrupted a federal auction of oil and gas leases, spontaneously bursting into song until they were forced to leave. 
Author and activist Terry Tempest Williams, registered as Bidder 19, successfully bid on 1,750 acres of land to spare it from fossil fuel extraction. Right. Good for him. When asked by the Bureau of Land Management official if he if uh, if he was making a if she was making a legitimate bid for energy development, Tempest Williams said, "You can't define what energy is for us. Our energy development is fueling a movement." Yeah, good. This is good. Yeah. And uh, just for what it's worth, climate activist Tim DeChristopher spent 21 months in prison uh, when he posed as a bidder in a similar move in 2008. So this is yeah. starting to happen more, and I yeah. think it's a, a good deal. Yeah, she's uh, he's willing to, uh, you know, yeah, take the take the consequences if yeah if they yeah, yeah. yeah. Mueller can take the consequences. He's going to bid. Mahler, I know. Well, he's got his eye. We are on the campus of, of, of UCI. Yeah. And this is technically state land. Yeah. I, he's had his eye on some uh, some property I know for quite a long time. He's been well. He's been marking it for a long time. I know yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I think it's you know he wants to build a, a new KC, KUCI studio. Well, yeah, that's I'm, what it I'm, is. Yeah. I support him in that yeah. effort. Good way to go, Mahler. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Good boy. Keep spraying. Yeah. Yeah. Keep spraying. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Good boy. Yeah. Uh, in Texas, U.S. Marshals arrested a man over his federal student loan debt. Uh, in oh, case yeah. you didn't know, uh, the federal government has contracted student loan collections to private debt collectors who have the ability to deploy U.S. Marshals. So they got, you know, they used to be, federal government used to give these loans, yeah. but then they shipped them out to uh, loan Pri collectors, they, they and now all it. hell's breaking loose. Houston resident Paul Akers says that seven armed U.S. Marshals arrived at his home, arrested him, put him in jail over what was initially a $1,500 student loan. It's been outstanding since 1987, but, you know, $1,500, seven officers, come on, jeez. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and meanwhile, you know, no one's, no one's in jail from Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. House uh, Transportation and Infrastructure Committee defeated a bill that would have mandated the minimum size of airline seats so they can give you a postage stamp to sit on right now if they oh, want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a Portland, Oregon resident filed a complaint against a marijuana dispensary for displaying a mural of a monkey in an astronaut suit smoking marijuana in outer space. It was offensive. Okay. I don't know why. But okay. anyway. Two pedestrians on San Francisco's Golden Gate Bridge were hit with blow darts. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is crazy. Is just somebody driving by. A Wisconsin man arrested for the 10th time for driving under the influence blamed his high blood alcohol content on eating beer-battered fish. <laughs> That's my favorite one. How about you, Molly? You like that? Yeah. Let's all have a good laugh here. Yeah, I got you now. Whoa. That's good. That's yeah. good. Anything else there, Mike? Uh, oh, the uh, the community of, um, and uh, what is it called? Adelante, out, okay. out there in the middle of the high desert. Adelante. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're making a go of becoming the largest grower of medical marijuana. Really? Yeah, they've they have uh, zoned a bunch of property and they're they're going full bore in just growing pot and yeah. it's turning their community around. I, that was a big story this week yeah. that I read a little bit about. Yeah, yeah. they're really uh, going at it. So. Uh, yeah. Let's ask. Let's ask uh, Siri if she knows what Adelante is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Adelante. I'm not sure I understand. 
Oh, well, yeah, Siri's yeah. an idiot. Jeez. Well, she's, she's yeah. yeah. Either that or she's, uh, you know, partaking. It could be. Yeah. Uh, she, I'm not sure she, I understand. Nice one, Siri. Yeah, yeah, good one. Keeping it all to yourself. <laughs> yeah. I know Mahler. I know Mahler. Woo! Yeah. And that's it? Yeah, that's all, that's all you got? got? And finally then, finally in Florida, a 23, a 23, let's try it over again. Yeah. Let me get a drink too. All right, have a drink. Oh. I'll sing. Oh, never mind. You're done. There we go. And finally, in Florida, a 23-year-old man was charged with aggravated assault. Okay. Aggravated assault mm-hmm. after tossing a three and a half foot alligator into a Wendy's drive-through window. <laughs> You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.